Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. I'm Andrew. You know me well. I've been doing this for a while. I'm very excited to be bringing in remotely Dave Hamilton from Mac Observer and a host of other amazing internet properties, including podcasts. We have a funny connection story that we'll share as we go here. But I really want to turn over the mic to Dave today. He's an experienced podcaster who's been been doing this for a long time. So Dave, thank you so much for joining Stickers on the Mic today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I I don't put stickers on my mic because it blocks the sound. But, you know, like otherwise, I, I'm totally on board with what you're doing here. There it is. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> so, Dave, tell us a little bit about Mac Observer. Now, this is a longstanding Internet property, and it has a really cool growth story that I really want to share with our audience. So if you could just kick into not your whole life story, but how do you get to the point of starting this Internet property back in 1998? Yeah, so we had I, I was involved in another business. We had acquired a third business and I met this guy that was really interested in the Mac and all of that stuff. So that was really interesting. And but it was it, it, my friend and now business partner, Brian Chaffin. And he convinced me that we should buy this website. And and it was relatively cheap, like like super cheap, like five grand or something. The problem was, as we went through the process of buying this website, we realized that they didn't own the domain name that the website was at. So we bought. So that that was interesting. You know, I, I learned I didn't know it was called this at the time, but that was sort of the process of due diligence. Right. So anyway, we we bought this site uh, It was called Webintosh. We turned it into Mac Observer because we needed to change the name. If we were going to build a business, I wanted it to be on a domain that we could own, you know, for I don't know. Call me crazy. Seemed like a good idea. <laughs> Clairvoyant, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. right. So uh, so we we bought it, changed the name and domain to Mac Observer and, and got off and running. Our first full time hire was a, uh, a sales rep. It was my job to like get all the servers up and running, keep them running and keep the cash flowing. My partner, Brian's job to do all the content. And I quickly realized that sales rep was like a full time job. So we hired a sales rep about a month after we did that. A bunch of our competition came to us and said, you guys have your stuff together. Will you do for us what you've done for yourself? And so we spun off another business selling ads, managing the servers and the hosting because 21 years ago, there was no place to host a website. You had to stand up a server on your own and co-locate it and no Google Unix. wasn't a verb yet. Google wasn't even a thing yet. Right. Yeah. yeah there was yeah. none of that. There was no, you know, there was no uh, Google ads or, or even tribal fusion ads or anything. So it was all, you had to do it all yourself. People didn't want to do it themselves. So we spun off a business called backbeat media uh, that managed not only our own ads, but everyone else, not everyone else's. It would be, we'd have a different conversation if it was everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> but enough at the time to keep you yeah. to like, to grow your original idea. Correct. And, and we, you know, that was before the dot-com bubble burst, which was good. 
thankfully we and I this is not clairvoyance this is just you know being a lucky idiot we didn't spend the money that we were collecting in the first year uh, I mean we spent some of it but like we didn't blow it so that when the market fell out we had a little bit of extra cash and we could actually now we knew what business we were in and we could like retrench and figure all that out so that business backbeat media and Mac observers still exist and thrive today uh, uh, in 2005, I was convinced to start a podcast and we started Mac Geek Gab. Uh, it was a new thing, but we were, you know, Internet publishers. So we were used to, quote unquote, new things. We started Mac Geek Gab and uh, and then very quickly took our model with Backbeat Media that we had been doing on the Web, helping people host, helping people, you know, sell their sponsorships and moved that. Uh, expanded that into podcasts, helping people host, helping people sp sell their sponsorships. And about five years ago, that side of Backbeat Media became the the biggest cash generator for us. B bigger, oh, bigger than podcasts. The that's like yeah. the timing of the serial launch and, and things that like podcasting is not new, as you can attest to your personal life. But it really took something like a serial, a lightning in a bottle to like, yeah, push everybody into their bedrooms to record podcasts. Correct. Yeah, Steve Jobs <laughs> called it the killer app, right? I mean, not serial, but but he had that concept of the killer app. You can make a great tool, but until you have that killer application of that tool, people aren't driven to use it. And as soon as there right. was serial and it was like, wait, what am I missing out on? Aha. Gotcha. <laughs> and it's already in your iTunes and, and now the, the space is blown up. And I, I, I teach it as a, as a professor myself and, and we run the show here and podcasts are a lot of fun and I love to connect with people like you all. Um, so you, you, you got the podcast going in 2005. Yes. Um, and then you grow the podcasting business around through Mac observer, which is a cool little journey there. Now, where you and I connect though is from another podcast where we got a mention and we sort of connected. It's like, how is this, how are you mentioning us on your podcast? And, and tell us a little more about that podcast. It's called sure. the business show, the small business show, the That's small right. business, show, excuse me, but the URL is business You got it. That's correct. It. And thank you so, for sharing the URL with everybody. That's, that's great. I'm here to drop. I'm here to just drop URLs. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, five years ago, I had two, two actually former business partners come to me separately, but almost at like, I mean, days apart from each other that each came to me with ideas about podcasts that they wanted to do. One of them was this one, the small business show. The other is a show that I do with my friend Paul Kent. And it's, we're both uh, musicians. He's a musician in California. I'm a musician here in New Hampshire on the East Coast. And so we do a show called Gig Gab, which is a show mm. for working musicians. So uh, so those two shows started almost at the, at the same time five years ago. And small business show uh, it focuses on things that, you know, the people that are grinding it out, running businesses in the trenches need to be cash flow positive. Like that kind of thing is what we do. And with any of our shows, if we mention something in the show, like we happen to mention Sticker Giant, I think my business partner and co-host uh, Shannon Jean used you guys for something and he mentioned it answering a listener's question. And uh -huh. anytime we mention anything, we tell people about it. 
because mm-hmm. we don't expect you to listen to every podcast on the planet and find no. out who talked about you. So no. I get to rise to the top by telling you. <laughs> and here well, we are. And it was a cool mention because, and it's something that's actually a high touch part of our business, which you all were talking about using stickers or labels just to put on the outside of your box yeah. to have a better customer experience. And that's a core thing of what we do with our team in shipping. And some people don't like it. They're like, don't put my stickers on the box. But other people, our team has a lot of fun. They'll like draw on the box, make artwork. Like they've incorporated the stickers into a, like a, like a, Sharpie drawing and people, it blows up on, on Instagram, especially. And that mention was really cool. And we've tracked like some referral traffic back to the nice. site, which is obviously like, that's, that's great. What that's that's awesome. what we're the business of doing. Right. Yeah. So that was really neat. And, and we really appreciated that. And we listened to it actually like in a meeting, all of us listening to your podcast. So <laughs> I have to say like it hit the right audience at the right time. And there are some good like pull quotes from that. I, I, I love like, uh, whoever, I don't know if it was you or the co-host, but you're like, spend some time with your box guys. If you're sending something in the mail, don't miss an opportunity. And it's like, yes, that's, that's like what yeah. we do at sicker. So anyway, enough. No, that, that was definitely Shannon, my, my, yeah. my co-host, like he, he is, he's a genius and brilliant at a lot of things. And one of them is kind of taking a look at all of those pieces of your business. You know, where are your touch points with your customer and don't overlook any of them. And the box is your first point where you get to touch the customer, especially if you're selling on Amazon or something like that, where, you you know, they're not your customer yet. They're Amazon's customer. Right. Right. And so now here I am. I'm showing up. You haven't visited my website yet. You haven't interacted with me. Here's your first interaction with me, this particular business. And yeah, stickers and make it fun. Make it make it your own. You have an opportunity. Don't don't squander it. Yeah, that was our, our, we love that. I mean, we obviously do a lot to get people into the website and get them to the card. And we do little fun things along the way. Like yeah. we have a shipping cam and all this stuff that takes a picture of your stickers as it goes. But the first real awesome. human interaction is when it hits your doorstep Yep. and they're like, wow, a real person like took a moment to like prepare this for me. And I mean, in the age of Amazon and, and we're seeing this obviously in the news today, you know, March of 2020 is a time of insanity, but Amazon is going to be delivering more things than ever to more people than ever. And yep. their, their name is on the box, but what's inside that box is definitely if, if you can have any control over that as a business, that's, you got to do what you can. You got to do what you can. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so small business show has six seasons. You've been doing this since 2015. Um, you got some really cool content on there. What, how does your show work? Like obviously stickers on the mic is business growth and marketing, small business. Like you said, it's a sharing those things. I'm looking at your March content right now, as we're talking, of course, it pivoted hard to like how to survive times of crisis and remote working. But when you're not covering topical news stuff, how do you create content for this show in like, let's just pause on the craziness in the world and talk in a normal business cycle, what kind of stories and examples, how do you research your show to create the content that you do? Cause you guys are publishing almost every week. Every week. Not not almost. We publish every week. Yeah. I stand correct. I sit corrected. <laughs> it, you are publishing every single week, which is a heavy load on production. And especially when you're working remotely and how, how, what does your collaborative process look like to do that? Cause I bet you everyone's making jokes about like, Oh, I can't wait to see how many babies are born during this crisis. I want to see how many podcasts are born actually, honestly, because it's the easiest thing they'll get off the ground. Well, that far. was, that was actually the topic of our show this week was like, look, this is 
like the first thing you need to do is survive and then thrive. And right. one of the things you can do to thrive is to create a new business or at least expand your business. There, there are opportunities in every scenario, especially in a crisis scenario. So it's like figure out how to survive. That's step one. And now figure out, you know, don't stop there. Keep going. Keep the momentum going and figure out how to thrive. And so that we're always kind of looking at it that way. I would say about half our shows are uh, we have guests that we interview kind of like you and I are doing here. And that always drives interesting things. And sometimes a guest will touch on something that we'll explore a little bit with the guest. And then Shannon and I will expand on that in, you know, in an upcoming episode. You got to follow up to keep the chain of comms going it, with your viewers or it, your listeners. Listeners, exactly. And yeah. but a lot of times, you know, we'll get questions from our audience to feedback at businessshow.co. And, yes, uh, sir. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, I, but, I, that, that is an engagement piece, like to get people to listen and feedback. We're actually still trying to figure that out. We get great traffic. We get referral business. We're tracking revenue to the, to this podcast. Sure. We're still trying to figure out like, what's the best way to like get those people to call in or get them to email you. And so you can bring them on the show. Yeah. So it's really, I, it's This is an interesting question for me to ponder because with small business show and even with gig gab, although gig gab starting to get sort of a, a higher incidence of feedback with, with the small business show, our, our listener, you know, downloads to feedback number ratio is really, really, well, I'm trying to think of which ratio it is. We have a limited it's, feedback. Yeah. yeah it's, it's low. It's like low. you don't, yeah, yeah, it's low. It's low. And so the, but we do get some, but it's it's weird because the other show that I do, Mac Geek Gab. So episode one, I think we talked about Apple's operating system of the day, whatever that right. was, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Episode two, I have no idea what we talked about. Episode three, I didn't know what we were going to talk about, and so I said to my co-host, "Okay, look, man, I cooked up five questions that we're going to say came in in the mailbag." They didn't, mm. but there are mm. things that I want to talk about. Like I basically took five how to's that you could do with your Mac because there was no iPhone or iPod at the time. Uh, right. Five how to's. Right. So that's how long ago that was. Yeah. yeah. No, the iPhone's 09, right? So correct. Yeah. yeah. So five how to's that you could do with your Mac. And I turned them around as questions. I jeopardized them. Right. So that it sounded nice. like people wrote in and we were just reacting to you, dear listener. So we did that for episode three. This wow. week we recorded episode 806 and right. literally the mail has not stopped coming in since episode three when we answered people's questions. So I like I look, again, I look like a genius because yeah. I was lazy. Um, I don't know how to replicate that. And trust me, I've tried. Some of the questions you hear us answer on the small business show are actually from our listeners. And right. some may or may not be from our listeners. Right. But it, it it's hard to get that engagement to happen. You have to catch. I don't know. I don't know what the magic answer is. But but so so that's some of it. And then and then some of it is Shannon and Shannon and or I will experience something in our business life. Uh, then and we'll be like, OK, here's a you know, we'll essentially treat ourselves as case studies. And and look, if you're if you spend a little bit of time on self-awareness, 
you can be a case study every day of the week. So there's always sure. content there. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can go internal. I really yeah. love this most recent episode though. Like the service element of like joining the commerce and like trying, you know, the chamber of commerce and then looking at like support groups and yeah. thriving in a time of crisis. Like this was a very like cool episode. I did have a question on the tech side of what you guys do with your show. Yeah. You have an embedded sort of player, which looks like custom or whatever, but then you have this like time-coded mini transcript was is very novel. I've seen it in other places. Have you built that tech or are you leveraging some sort of platform as for distribution and, and the way you like publish out on your site? Yeah. So, um, with Mac Geek Gab, we built everything ourselves because at the time there was no, uh, there wasn't even WordPress. Like I wrote our no, first content yeah. management system by hand. Uh, right. If I was smarter, I would have then sold that to people. But yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I'm not that smart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, it, at the Small Business Show and Gig Gab, we use a, a plugin for WordPress called PowerPress. So what you're okay. seeing, the, the player is not a custom player. It's it's mm. PowerPress. And then we've always done with Mac Geek Gab because our show is so uh, it, 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 we answer questions. Right. And so like you might be listening and you're like, OK, well, I don't have an iPhone, so I don't care what even if it's the best answer in the world, it doesn't matter. It's not relevant to me. So we've always right. broken up our show into chapters so that you can say, mm. OK, like I'll skip to the next question. Maybe that's about the Mac or maybe that's about, you know, my Apple Watch, which is something I have. Okay, you can't have an Apple Watch without an iPhone. I digress. Right. So so we've always done chapters there and that's just become part of my workflow. And I did create some custom scripts so that while we're recording the show, I can drop timestamps that are in sync with with that. And I've yeah. actually written an article about it and you can link to that too. But I'd like to cuz that's a really cool tip like when I'm just looking up that now while we're talking about Geek Gab, you know, there's definitely um even more there, right? You, oh, you yeah. do different you do it's a it's a different presentation. I can see that pretty it, pretty clearly. Totally. But but there is a plugin called Link Timestamp that WordPress has. And I use that everywhere, including now on Mac Geekab, so that when you're reading the, the article, you know, the show notes on the site and you say, ooh, that's a time like I I'm, I'm curious in that, you know, learning what Dave and John have to say about that G drive uh, SSD. You can just click on the timestamp and it'll start playing the audio. It's right. crazy. I, I just did it while you were talking. It was kind of confusing <laughs> because I heard your voice twice, twice, sure. just, to, just to test it because it's cool. And then you have that also, which is, I think, crucial. And I think this is where our name, we were able to scrape it and find it is you have like these sponsor things. Not that we were a sponsor, no, no. but but you put the text in there. So that's great SEO, right? Correct. Like in general for organic, but then your sponsors get this nice little like blurb with a link to them and it's embedded. Yes. On the page. That's pretty genius. Yep. No, it's great. It, it works out well. And it, I, you know, the reality is most sponsors and I know we're all over the place here, but most no, we're actually right on track. We're okay. talking about the business side of your podcast. We're doing our buckets of business Perfect. growth and marketing. This is right where we want to be. So, most sponsors right now track their success with podcasts based on a, you know, direct response style of marketing. Mm -hmm. Direct response, for those of you that don't know, means coupon code, custom URL, something that they can see on their end. Because the whole measurement mm -hmm. of how many downloads did any given episode get 
it's becoming more standardized, but that's only true in the last couple of years. It's been sort mm-hmm. of the wild west. So when you bring a sponsor on, you know, you, you they, they have no idea how to gauge the success of a show except for these direct response methods. That's evolving. But right now that's where it is. That said, it's difficult for people to click on a link when they're listening to a show. Can't do it. Can't do it. Right. Can't do it unless like, you're sitting I mean, the at your way computer. it's built right now. Right. Correct. The way the whole architecture of this world is built. You can't do it. We use a, a coupon and we have a dedicated page and episode page, just like right. most shows. Yeah. But we and then we also what we started doing is is giving coupons to our guests as a thank you um, that they can then distribute to their network and, and use on their orders. And then we track that, too. And of course. After five years, we're, we're more than whole on our show, but there's so much room for improvement and, and revenue generation. Well, And that's why I put those in the show notes so that when people come and visit the show notes, there's the link. You can click it. You can activate the coupon code, whatever it is. And it just encourages more success. Not that people weren't already buying, but you, if you don't know, you don't know. And there's a lot of people that won't use coupon codes or forget to use a coupon code. I mean, Podcasts are better at branding than any other type of medium because mm. you don't accidentally listen to a podcast. Like it's a pain not on in the Spotify. neck. Not on Spotify. Not I mean, you got to you got to go in, discover, follow, whatever. Correct. It's, it's not an accident. It, in no. fact, it's a pain in the neck. Uh, yeah. So if someone hit, hears it, like that is because they definitely want to hear that host talk about that topic. And so these ads really work, but tracking them is difficult. So, you know, the like savvy marketers have their multiplier that they say, okay, for every one coupon, we know that there were, you know, I think the number is somewhere between 10 and 30, right? On most campaigns that at least that our ad agency partners tell us about, you know, where it's like if for every one, we multiply that by somewhere between 10 and 30, depending on the product. That's how we can look and say, did this work for us? Cause they know branding matters. They just need some way of pointing for their clients and say, look, this was successful. Um, and so that's why we encourage people to click the links. <laughs> it's good for everybody. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And again, I think that's, you know, now that I'm tracking back in my mind, that's how this connection was made. And right. it was organic. You know, it, a lot of this show is typically about interviewing our customers. This is a right. slight departure from that, but it's also within the world of podcasting. And like I said, that connection that we made, I thought was really unique and, 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 and it was organic and, and it was, I think, think our, authentic too. And that's, and that's why we're talking today. And that's why I send those notes out sometimes, you know, rarely, but sometimes those, you know, those notes will turn into someone sponsoring the show. Right. And, and Frank, quite frankly, I think you folks should sponsor the show. It's It's a great fit, but, but more often than not, it's about these kinds of connections, right? It's, it's just about we're in this market. We're talking about you. I want you to know, I mean, it, first of all, it creates these opportunities. I never imagined that it would turn into this, but, but here, we are right but it also sometimes people will say oh hey look the small business show talked about us and then on social media they go to you know their fifty thousand followers and say we're so excited the small business show talks about us and we're like we're so excited you just told fifty thousand people about us like right. it's a it's win-win beautiful like yeah. feedback loop and it's great and that's what we're loving about it and that's what i i really do appreciate about your story i just so we have covered a lot of bases but just to recap so everyone remembers where we're at you started Mac Observer in 98. Correct. MacBeat Media in 99. The Geek Gab podcast in 05. We call it the- Mac Geek Gab, but that's okay. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Mac geek gab. We've, we've thrown the term out a few different ways here today. And then now we're sort of discussing most about business show, which is again, where our connection came <laughs> now for you and your path. Um, where do you see this going next? Now, obviously right now there's the crystal ball is so cloudy on the global economy. So I don't want to put you on the hot seat there because we're not experts in the current crisis, but you talked about thriving and surviving, which is a, a great way to position small businesses in this tumultuous time. Our local community is doing grab and go food for, for restaurants. There's delivery. There's like lots of life hacks going on for businesses that are struggling, like within a week, right? The world is on its head. Where do you see these properties going? Obviously Mac observers is cranking, right? People are going to keep buying computers. So you have that, but how do you see this all evolving for, for uh, the, the business show specifically? Yeah. So I never assume that past success is indicative of future success. So, yes, Mac Observer's cranking. But if we don't continue to evolve that or any of our properties, then I assume that they will die off, you know, for lack of attention and interest. So small business show we are working on. In fact, I, I don't want to be too crazy about this, but I think. Uh, certainly before this episode comes out, unless it comes out today, I think tomorrow, no. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, based on when we're recording, we will uh, have released our first in a series of uh, pocket guides for small business owners. The first one is about mistakes because mistakes are our favorite thing. One of our favorite things here. So we've assembled some of our favorite mistakes that either we've talked about in the show or our guests have talked about. And we've distilled them down and highlighted the lessons that can be learned from those mistakes. So that's in our first pocket guide. We've got one coming about partnerships. We've got quite a few. So that pocket guide series is the next thing for the small business show. We'll obviously keep doing the show. Hopefully these two things will feed each other, you know, and, and that'll be a, a helpful thing. But so it's like a, a serializing, like creating content that's sort of episodic and tied together thematically, as opposed to the the news of the day and the topic that you guys decided to just roll with. That's right. And we'll make these that's guides cool. available on uh, the Kindle store with Amazon, Apple's iBook store, and we'll sell them direct as a PDF. Oh, it's a publishing too. play, it's not specifically an audio thing. God, no, it. we've already done the audio side. So now we're doing the, the, the quote unquote print side. I mean, I don't know. Right, we'll so you're just print mining. Them. Mining. No, not physically, but yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a like print. a published product packaged up. That's really cool and novel. Actually. I, I love that idea because you're taking existing content and then repurposing it, which in the social media world that we know is like the name of the game. That's I mean, you, do. You, you can't come up with a new idea every single day or week. Sometimes I've, I've never or come up quarter. with, a, uh, I've never come up with a new idea. In fact, I've, I've, I, I'm sure I could point to some ideas that I've come up with, but the ideas that have been successful that I have had success with have always been someone else's idea that I, I am an, Executor. I don't mean that in the terms of like, you know, the, the, the yeah, that grim, like was the a wrestler Reaper. or something like right? Yeah, <laughs> right. But, but like I, I'm good at just getting stuff done because I understand the value of bullheaded persistence. Like just get to right. the end, like get it done, get the work done, be efficient and, and take the, an idea doesn't need to be unique. It doesn't need to be fantastic. It just needs to be good and then run with it and see it right. through to the end. You know, I've always joked. If you want an idea to be worth a hundred dollars, write it down on a hundred dollar bill because ah. ideas aren't worth anything. I mean, if you're a patent troll, they are, but even there, you've got to go and do the work to get a patent for that. 
I, if, if you've ever been through that process, that ain't easy. That costs money. It takes time. It's a pain in the neck. Like, so there's no idea that's just worth money out of the gate. You have to do something with it. And, right. and so we do stuff with our ideas. And, uh, you know, I try to I say I'm a pretty good curator. I, I can only say that looking backwards, though. In the moment, it doesn't feel that way, you know, but but it, I look back and it's like what you don't see are all the failures and mistakes that I've had. But you can read about some of those in the in the pocket guide for the small business show. So there you go. <laughs> That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, this, like I said, a lot of really good content and service for our, our listeners, especially at this time where people are trying to pivot or figure out the next thing. And like I said, I point them all to the businessshow.co website to, to, to find all that content um, for that audience. Um, you told us what's next for that. Anything else you want to share with our audience before we uh, let you go back to the hard work of running a media empire? Uh, no, I, I, I think that's it. You can find me on Twitter at Dave Hamilton. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. I think I'm Hamilton.Dave there, or maybe I'm Dave.Hamilton. Just find me. It, it's, you'll see. It's the, the crazy it's podcast. the guy from Mac, Mac Observer. Observer. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not hard to find. And that's, that's usually a good thing. So yeah, come find me. I'd love to hear from you. That is amazing. Thank you so much for your time and, you know, be well and be safe and, and best of luck to your business as you grow and you continue to market these properties because um, you guys have a cool thing going. Well, thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me on the, the sticker on the mic show and stickers on the mic show. My apology. And, and I, the, keep doing what you're doing. Stay healthy and uh, be well, my friend. Right on. So thank you everybody for listening again. We've had Dave Hamilton from Mac Observer and the, the Business Show podcast as well. We'll be back at you soon with another episode. Take care of yourself. Of course, wash your hands. And every sticker has the story. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic. 